0: You're listening to the Recovering Corpoholics podcast with host Felicia Stivelman, the podcast to help big four professionals quit the corporate games and break free into a meaningful career. This week, we're going to talk all about decision-making and eight tips to help make you a more effective decision-maker. Find the full show notes for this episode at recoveringcorpoholics.com slash 18. Now, everything that we do in life from getting up in the morning until we go to bed at night is made up of making decisions. And some of these decisions are small, such as getting a glass of water, and some are huge, such as, should I change careers? No matter the size, good decision-making skills are critical as they determine our growth and the opportunities that we have in life. In addition, good decision-making skills also make us feel confident. When you prolong a decision, You may end up feeling indecisive, which in turn can get you down. You know, you can feel in limbo or overwhelmed, stressed, you name it. And because indecisiveness can have a negative effect on how we're feeling, it's critical that we learn how to effectively make decisions, especially those tough ones like changing careers. And that is exactly why we are going to talk all about decision making and eight different tips that are going to help make us more effective decision makers. So let's jump right in and go through the first tip, which is to not let the stress get the best of us. And I know it is easier said than done. But when we're facing tough decisions, like, should I quit my job and do something else? It's easy to feel stress. It honestly would be weird if you didn't. But when we feel stressed, we tend to make quick and sometimes not thought out choices, Or honestly, we could just put this decision off till later and then we just never make it. Like, should I quit my job? And then five years later, you're still in that job. So when we're feeling stressed and making a decision, I want you to take a step back. You know, go for a walk, exercise, whatever you do to de-stress to get your mind back in the game. Because when you are stressed and overwhelmed, I want you to ask yourself, are you really in the game giving it your all? Or are you just trying to do anything to get to the finish line? You know, are you choosing what you really want, or are you just picking the easier option? I know for me, when I get stressed, it's so much easier to choose the easier option versus what I really want, because I just want to be done with the decision. I literally have no more brain capacity to make any more decisions. You know, think about when it's time for dinner. Do you really want to get takeout or do you want to cook a delicious homemade meal? For me, I would prefer the homemade meal because I like to cook and I know it's going to be healthier, but if I had a lot to do or if it's just one of those days, it's just so easy to want to get takeout. So when I feel stressed and overwhelmed, I know I have to work through that because I know what I really want at the end of the day. So in summary, figure out how to de-stress so you can make the choice you want versus having the stress make the choice for you. The second tip I have is to give yourself time and space to make the decision. As I just mentioned, when we're stressed from a decision that we have to make, that stress clouds our judgment and we may make a choice that we don't really wanna make. So it's imperative that you give yourself the time and space to process all your options and feel confident in what you choose. And that leads me to my third tip, which is to set a deadline so you're not letting those decisions linger. AKA, so you're not in that same job five years down the road and wondering what happened. If you can't decide right away, I just want you to choose a deadline to give yourself. Maybe it's something small. So you give yourself a day or two, and maybe it's a big decision. So you give yourself a week or two, maybe even a month, but whatever the case may be, pick a date. And if you make a decision prior to that deadline, great. If not, you know you gave yourself the time to think about it, and now you need to look at what's holding you back from making that choice. Maybe you need to figure out what's important to you, or maybe it's even a fear that you need to address. Whatever the case may be, set a deadline. And let me say, deadlines are important for many reasons. First, studies show that if we give ourselves deadlines, we actually flip a switch in our brains to want to get it done and check the box. And I know that's true for all my overachievers out there. Secondly, it allows us to make the time for the decisions and clear up our brain capacity. You know, just think about all the decisions you have to make, like programs open on a computer. When you have a lot of programs or tabs open, your computer runs slower. Sometimes it even shuts down and our brain is just like a computer. So when we have a lot of decisions to make, we can find ourselves overwhelmed. So when that happens, the best thing to do is close some of those tabs That is going to free up your brain and your mental capacity to do other things that are important to you. So take your time to make decisions, write all the details down, but don't let it linger to the point where you put your life on hold for it. That leads us to the next tip, which is to write a list of pros and cons for each choice and to compare them. Because when we have a big decision to make, we can sometimes get lost in all the details and the scenarios that are running through our heads. So here, I want you to consider every possibility and what may even happen later down the line from making that decision. Think about what's important to you. Will this help you further your career? Will it help you further your goal? Does this connect to your values? You know, sometimes it's not as bad as we thought, or maybe sometimes that decision is not as good as we thought. But whatever the results, take the time to review and weigh all your options and to connect with what you really want from making that decision. And just as a side note, I do a little more work than just this plain old pros con list, and I call it my drive decision model. And I'm going to go over that next week in episode 19. It is very detailed, and I love how it incorporates everything I need to make a big decision, not just the good and the bad. So the fifth tip I have that I want to give to you is to stay positive and push through your fears. Think about what you truly want and what's important to you. Don't think so much about what others may think and what's happened in the past. You know, for me, I wanted to leave my job for so long, but I was so scared of what people thought, you know, what I was leaving behind. You know, I had all this education and was I starting over? You know, I was just stating and living in all those negative things. But deep down, I knew I had so much more to give and I loved coaching, but the negative things won for so long. It really wasn't until I thought about what I really wanted for myself and was positive about that choice that things opened up for me. So please, please, please be kind to yourself. See the bigger picture, not just the right now or the fears trying to keep you safe. Now, the sixth tip I want to give you is to talk it out. When you have something that is taking up so much of your thinking power and you try to set a deadline, de-stress yourself, make your pro-con list, all of that, and you still can't decide talk to someone about it. Don't just hold it in. You know, sometimes seeing someone else's perspective may help you get closer to making that decision. However, I want to caveat this by if you're going to talk to someone, make sure it's someone who has your best interests at heart or someone who has made a similar decision before. For instance, when I was contemplating quitting my job, I talked about it with my family and friends. And I would say that 90% of them told me not to quit my job, that I was crazy to even think about it but just imagine if I listened to them. You wouldn't be here listening to this video and this podcast today. That is why I hired a coach who had done it before me and why I truly love the magic of coaching. Now, the seventh tip I have is to forget about perfectionism. Like what I say almost every week, forget about being perfect. There are no perfect answers. Sometimes there's no perfect choice. Your decision is not a math problem with one answer. So stop trying to have it all be perfect and just move on because you can always make changes later. And that brings me to my last and final tip, whatever you choose, even if you're on the fence about it, make that decision confidently. If you don't choose confidently, what's going to end up happening is regret. That feeling like maybe you should have chosen the other option. And then what starts to happen is you running through all those scenarios and saying things like, I wish I didn't do this, or this wouldn't be happening if I chose that. Forget all those thoughts. You know, you made a decision based on the information you had at the time, and it's what you wanted in that moment. And let's be real. We can't stop our brains from having these thoughts. But the key here is to not let them take over. Can you imagine if you had a friend who reminded you every day of something that you regret? Would you really want to be friends with that person? And that friend I'm talking to is that voice inside your head. So stop talking to yourself like that. Connect with why you chose it and move on. And if you're really unhappy, don't have regret. Just have more confidence that you are now closer to what you really want. Make a plan and try to figure out how to make what you want happen. That's all I have for today. I hope you enjoyed these eight tips. Stay tuned for next week's episode as I talk all about my drive decision model and how it helps me make all my big decisions. Stay inspired and live powerfully. Thanks for tuning in to the Recovering Corpoholics podcast. For show notes, to stay connected and learn more about our show, find us online at recoveringcorpaholics.com. And if you're listening on the Apple podcast app, show your support by subscribing and reviewing the show. See you next week, everyone.